What's up, Al? Welcome to episode two. Aboard the Millennial Falcon. So we're shooting this episode no back to back, just so that if they want to learn. And for today, it's it's a little bit more educational than our previous episode. I think this is more or less like the way we're gonna the path that we're gonna take with the episodes yeah. moving forward, right? It's a little yeah. more specialized um, with the specific topic and topic mind. yeah so at least it's a learning i guess it's a learning experience for both of us no So this week we're talking about um, finances since Aldo's uh, in the industry and usually when when we have issues or when I have matters regards to money, um, Aldo's the first person I ask. And even in terms of investment, um, businesses, um, where I should put my money or how much I should put, Aldo's like the first person. He's my finance guy, so he's my <laughs> economist. So and this week it, we we thought about like how else. Or maybe it's it's nice to share then. Parang the things that I didn't know as a as a basic person or someone outside the industry. Parang what can we, what what are good ways to invest in or what are or investment opportunities? I'd say um, that are open to people like me, like like us who aren't really familiar with banking or um, with the finance industry. So, but before this. Um, I'd like to ask Al, what do you actually do for a living? Because every time my mom asks, I always say, oh, he works in this bank. And then, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, finance? <laughs> well, finance I, I, question mark. <laughs> I, I like to tell people I'm a security guard. <laughs> but not because... So, so it, always, it always gets the same reaction. They laugh or they think I'm lying. But then actually, like, if you're being... Um, if you... If, I'm, I'm not just being philosophical about it. Like, because... Um, I work yeah. in the trust department where I mm-hmm. invest the money of people for them, mm-hmm. um, particularly the fixed income assets for me. So we'll talk about that later. And mm-hmm. so basically, the, these assets are securities, and I am in charge of you know guiding them, making sure that they make the most out of their money, and that they grow. We're able to get them um, to let their capital appreciate. And you know, not lose their money like the way a security guard does at a regular store. So, yes, I am a security mm. guard. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, you make the rich richer. <laughs> oh, mom, sir, bag check. <laughs> Your money safe here. Uh, sir, so how? Face shield, sir. Sir, face shield. <laughs> no ID, no entry. <laughs> But but with with and we're doing this in the second season two of our ECQ in the Philippines. You know we're in twenty twenty one. We're still on ECQ. How 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 has the pandemic affected the industry, the banking, the investment industry? How's how's it affected your job? Well, can I just say it feels like it's twenty twenty. <laughs> like nothing. It feels like nothing happened. Good. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's one whole year lost. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Um, so it hasn't really changed 
much per se. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it more or less just feels the same. But this, uh, the whole thing about the pandemic has caused a bit of volatility in the markets with the prices because of all of the uncertainty. So last year in 2020, when we started hearing about um, the coronavirus and how it started to spread, um, you noticed markets started, stock markets started to trend downwards. People started mm-hmm. to sell off and we're moving to safer assets. And then, so, so in this context, safer assets is usually fixed income, which are bonds, which mm-hmm. pay coupon, which... Um, which again we'll talk about later. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then also um, throughout the past year, you've noticed, especially in the more developed countries like in the States, there's been a very big shift to digital. So, you've seen tech stocks mm-hmm. like really sort of, they've been going to all time highs. You've been all right. Seeing, yeah. 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 Um, like Zoom, Netflix, and all of these things and um, all of a sudden there's a lot of interest in cryptocurrencies and everything mm. just basically anything digital had a really great past 12 months um, locally they don't really have unfortunately yeah, don't, don't big, really like, have much tech companies tech yeah probably the closest <laughs> yeah. that we have are from the con- uh, companies that are publicly traded on the stock market are PLDT and Globe which are telecom providers yeah but then right. yeah that's the closest yeah yeah so um because of that, together with how the response to the pandemic here hasn't been as uh, <laughs> hasn't been good, as, yeah, yeah, hasn't been as good <laughs> to as, say the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been as good as other countries, like um, yeah, as even our regional peers were more or less at the same level socioeconomically. We've seen um, our markets struggle to get back to the level where it was prior to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So prices are still, um, stock market is still pretty much uh, ten, more than 10% down from where it was pre-COVID. So... In uh, 2019. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of the world has already recovered or even shot past where they were <laughs> prior to the pandemic. So <laughs> it's a tough landscape here. But then... um. There's the saying where uh, from where investors should, when people are fearful, that's when you should be greedy. Mm-hmm. And when people are greedy, that's when you should be fearful. So right. um, <laughs> if you have the gut for it, if you have a little bit of extra money um, yeah. lying around that you, I mean, you didn't travel over the past year for sure, right? So you might have something. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have something there. Um, you might have a little extra in your bank account, so might be, a good, might be a good time to invest. And so, um, uh, we can talk about that. So before we get into investing, let's let's talk about traditional banking first. Like, um, when we say when because um. Most of us, um, basic people like me, we, we're only familiar with the... When you say basic people, does that mean you have a chai tea latte with your bagel? With a what? With Sorry. a bagel. You have a chai tea latte with a no. bagel and you have a chihuahua. <laughs> with, with my uh, French avocado toast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you were but, yeah, for, for... <laughs> <laughs> but most people, they're, they're familiar with the traditional savings, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you open a savings account. Yeah. You invest it there. Then, if you're a little bit 
more advanced, I'd say you'd have a time deposit. So, yeah. Um, how do these work, and um, how do you differentiate the traditional saving from time deposit and other, if there are other bank offerings that are considered basic, so to speak, in terms of savings? Okay. Okay. So, um, in its most uh traditional form, like from mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Banks were basically your most trustworthy friend. Um, they were that mm-hmm. guy that you could go to and say, um, uh, okay, so for example, you were the bank, Brian. So I can go, hey, Brian, mm-hmm. I have these, um, I have 10 gold bars. Can I leave it to you first? Because I'm going to go, I'm going to travel for a bit and I don't want to be logging it around. So you say, sure, I'll keep it for you. And here, I'll just write it down on a piece of paper. I'll say, Aldo has 10 gold bars with me. And you give me that okay. paper, and when I come back, mm-hmm. I can show you that paper and say, hey, Brian, you remember? I have 10 gold bars with you. And then you give it back to me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, a safe. It's a mm-hmm. safe deposit where you can keep it. But then what um, banking developed from you while you were sitting down in your house, you were looking at my gold bars, you, were, you thought to yourself, hey, you know, I don't think Aldo's going to come back for at least a month. And he has these gold bars. Sayang. What if I lend the gold bars of Aldo to, let's say, um, my neighbor? I'll say, hey, mm-hmm. here's one gold bar. I heard you needed capital to start a business. And when you make money with that business, you give me back two gold bars instead of just one gold bar. So... After your neighbor um, borrows the gold bar from you, he uses that to fund his business, and then he gives you back the two gold bars. You now have 11 gold bars. And when I come back, all you need to do is give me 10. So you're still left with one. Mm-hmm. So that right there, that extra one gold bar, is interesting. How banks earn. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So over the years, this has evolved. Now it's not just you know you keeping gold in your house. It's um multiple branch branches with head offices that are uh 10, 20, 30, even a hundred stories high. And <laughs> yeah, so there we have it. So it's all about that. for experience. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so how banks work is just basically uh, they take in money, they protect it, but they also lend out the money, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, for the trouble of intermediating this transaction, for helping people who have money keep it, and for helping people who don't have money get access to money, they get interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically, the the amount they borrow and the amount they lend, basically, just um, the interest comes from either how long or um, the extra that they get. So apparently they just transition it over. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. so typically in a savings account now, you make like mm-hmm. 0.25%. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, like not, that's not 25%. That's 0.25%. Yeah, 0.25. It's even 1%. <laughs> uh, before in like the 50s or 60s, though, you used to make like 10%. Wow. Leave your money in the bank, yeah. But then there's like crazy hyperinflation then and everything. So like they had to do a bunch mm-hmm. of reforms. So if you leave your money with the bank, you earn interest. If you borrow money from the bank, you pay interest. Mm-hmm. Usually what the bank pays you, uh, 
for the ones who hold the who leave their money with the bank isn't as high obviously as the ones who mm-hmm. take out loans and pay. Yeah, yeah. So let's say you can take an auto loan and you pay a bank five percent, and then that auto loan was funded by the deposits of someone, and then that person that someone will fix will get receive in a savings account at 0.25%. So there's that 4.75%, you know, helps mm-hmm. the bank keep the lights on. <laughs> so how does the tradition, this traditional saving compare to like a time deposit? Well, yeah. I think most of the people are familiar with time deposits as a little bit more, um, let's say, interest. I mean, yeah, they yeah. get a little bit more interest. Yeah. Well, so... With your normal savings account, you have the benefit of liquidity. So let's mm-hmm. say if you know that you have 10,000 pesos in your savings account, and then we go out at night in a post-COVID world, and then you know that, hey, you know, I might need 2,000 pesos tonight. All you have to do is go to the ATM, plug in your card, and ask for 2,000. Then you get mm-hmm. your 2,000. Then your balance is just 8,000. So the money is basically available to you whenever um, with time deposits, the um, it's basically in the name. It's a time deposit. So you deposit your money there for a specified amount of time. You don't have the benefit of liquidity like you do with a normal savings account. So a time deposit. So for example, I go to the bank. I say, hey, um, if I leave this money with, uh, I want to. I don't need this money for a year. What can you do for me? The bank says, oh, we have a time deposit. Um, we'll take your money for a year. And then after a year, we'll give you an interest. We'll give you interest. The interest rate here is usually higher than the savings account. But um, the downside is from that point in time until the expiration of the time deposit, in this case, it's one year, you're not going to be able to get your money. If, so it's, it's like a lock-in period? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like contrata. It's like Mm-hmm. empty program ka. because also yeah, if you yeah. need your money like for example on the sixth month of a one-year time deposit you're gonna have to pre-terminate it and there are fees it's probably logi ka pa dun sa fees yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's okay, tough so... but then you know it's a risk or white thing because it's safe you know that the bank mm-hmm. is going to be able to pay you that and they're good for the money naman. yeah yeah more often than not they are and so when when we want to be a little bit more savvy with our money, because yeah. um, when you when you look at it, diba, at a certain point in your life, you're gonna realize the amount you're saving because usually you budget like thirty percent of your um salary you yeah. save or fifty percent depending on how much you spend, diba? so um, but that won't necessarily be enough. Yeah. Um, growth, parang you won't be a millionaire even if how much you save, let's say, at 90% of your sweldo, if you're not really earning that much naman, you won't really become a millionaire. Well, you okay. won't really become yeah. a millionaire naman easily. But like, what other ways can people grow their money besides the usual savings? Because like what you mentioned a while ago, point, 0.25% is the usual or the average interest rate for a savings account. Mm-mm. Well, okay. So, First of all, with investing, what's really the most important thing is how much money you're putting in. 
you're mm-hmm. not um with you can't expect to get rich based on like your capital appreciation, your interest rate, or your mm-hmm. returns, because that's going to be very difficult. And if you're gonna want to be able to get rich, just through your investments, you're gonna have to be taking on much riskier assets. So obviously, with the riskier assets, there's a lot more downside for that, and there's the chance that you're going to really lose everything. So, mm-hmm. um, so we started out with the savings accounts. Mm-hmm. That's something. That's maybe what sixty, seventy percent of Filipinos probably have just a basic bank account. Mm, basic, yeah. Yeah, and then the next step there would probably be a correct time deposit. Mm-hmm. And then if so, if we're just continuing along the line of direct securities, though, um, a more complicated kind of time deposit is a bond. Mm-hmm. So a bond is debt, is um. Basically, a company making utang money from the public markets. So let's say Brian Corporation, you need to build a building because you've been doing well. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. you don't want it. Do you don't want the money for your building to come out of your cash to come out of your cash reserves? Because you never know. You might need it. You might Somewhere need it else. for yeah for capital expenditures or something like that to build your inventory. So what you decide to do is, oh, we're gonna issue a bond to build this project. Um, so let's say you borrow one million mm-hmm. from the public market. Um, so you issue a one million bond, and you say, "I will pay this back in five years." And I will, um, because it's five years, it's kind of long. I will pay you so and so interest rate. So this interest rate is usually higher than the time deposit because it's a little riskier, because you know it's a company that's going to be. Financing a project, so there's also the chance that the company will get luge. They won't be able to pay back the bond. It's just like when you lend money to your friend, right? Except this one yeah, is yeah. in a much more structured way, and you get paid interest. Um, the interest here is quoted at an annual rate, but usually in the local market, the bonds are usually paid. The interest is paid quarterly or semi-annually. Mm-hmm. So let's say if it's a four percent bond every quarter, you'll get one percent. Or if it's a semi-annual bond, you get two percent mm. every uh, quarter. Yeah. No, half year because it's semi-annual. Half year, you get two yeah, percent yeah, yeah. twice to get the four percent. Ganon. So besides besides your capital, besides the initial capital you gave that goes back to you, you get an additional two percent, tamaba. Per year, yeah. Or you get you get the interest and then the capital that you gave will come back to you at the end of the. Whole bond. Yep, it comes back to you at the end of the bond. So but throughout you, the duration of the bond, you usually you get, you get the interest. Yeah, the interest. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Here. yeah. So you're gonna get like so. For example, you buy I buy this Brian bond, one million mm-hmm. over five years, and then let's say it's four percent coupon, mm-hmm. and then that is semi-annual. So okay. I pay you two percent. Every, every every six months. Six months. Yeah. Or it'll just appear in my uh, usually how it works here. So it'll just appear in your savings account. You'll be like, oh, mm. that's nice. I have uh, <laughs> I have twenty thousand in my account. Go on. Mm. Yeah. So that though usually those rates, it's not something you get from a savings and a time deposit. It's definitely much higher. Because mm. of course there's a risk factor, but then these are. Fixed income bonds. Bonds are 
um, what you call fixed income securities in the investing world. Because mm-hmm. you, it's all, it's always actually quite little. You get fixed income, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, these are uh, usually longer in terms of tenor compared to time deposit. Mm-hmm. So usually it's multiple years. Because time deposits usually it's one year, one year lang eh, or a couple of months. Um, but then what's nice about bonds is um, you can sell them in the middle. You just have to find a willing buyer. Oh. Yeah. But the price here usually fluctuates depending on where the interest rate environment of the country is. So that just depends on the movement of the government, the central bank in particular. Um, that's a little bit more complicated. If like um, if we, if this is investing one one, we'll probably talk about that in investing one two, the movement of oh, okay, prices. Okay. Yeah. So, but when you sell your, in the basic term, when you sell your bond or when you resell your bond, do you sell only the capital lend out, or do you also give the interest or say the interest? Uh, all the interest that you received, say na yon, and then mm-hmm. you sell it for whatever price it is in the market. And then, mm. so he already, he pays you for that. Why he just assumed your loan? Yeah. Okay. But let's say it's in the middle. It, two and a half years, I sold my Brian bond to my brother. So my brother mm-hmm. will buy the Brian bond from me. So he'll pay me. So now I have my money back plus all the interest I earned. And then Shanaman, he'll start receiving all the interest payments until the maturity of the bond. That's when you pay back mm-hmm. the utang. Sa, sa kanya na. Because he bought it from you. Na. Yes. Parang he just assumed the loan. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so from bonds. Um, so, it's a, so, do bonds, are bonds issued direct from the company or do they issue it through banks? Ren? Um, They run it through the bank. The bank like helps um, do the book building. Um, they um, value the company because when they value the company, that's how they help figure out the risk in being able mm. to pay back the bond and that helps determine the interest rate. So there's a lot of factors that determine the interest rate. It's kind of like a profiling. They profile the company and then the bond. The bank naman helps find buyers. So if I want to buy a bond, I'll just go through one of my banks and check which companies are offering bonds through them. Yes. So usually for the bigger clients, um, obviously not us, the ones who are older yeah. and who have a little bit more, uh, they have bigger accounts and everything. They usually get emails to notify them that there are bonds available. Mm-hmm. Usually they they have a, a window for accepting orders, it's typically like a month or two. So you place your order, then the bank consolidates it and they say, okay, quota tayo, we'll issue it. Okay. Yeah. Your company's good to go. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, after bonds, okay. So what else can we look at? Um. So locally, we, um. So basically, there's kind of like three things to look at. So mm. we've already looked at time deposits, which are the safest investment. Mm. Um. Number two is the bonds. So this is like in the mm. middle, and then the third is something that everyone probably has the has a uh <laughs> has an idea. Of how it works, it's the stock. It's stocks. Stocks, Ooh, yes, stock, favorite term stock, of people. In, yeah. When Spain. when you say investing, yeah. financially invested, stocks financially buyers, sound. stocks bro. Uh, you know, people people in their profile. Yeah. Stock broker. <laughs> Dude, 
if you want if you want stock advice, all you have to do is go to the gym and look for a guy deadlifting, and he's going to be like stocks, bro, pare. <laughs> <laughs> oh my this is my profile uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have a diverse profile with these <laughs> companies <laughs> um, whatever Aldo says um, it's not a reflection of where he works oh you have that recording right can you add it to the slide yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, whatever. that's just a joke because yeah. the thing about stocks yeah. what makes it funny um, cause, so it's, it's pretty easy to purchase stocks and you should really mm. buy to become like um for a company to become publicly traded you have to be pretty big so usually mm-hmm. the companies that are on the stock exchange are big kilala so it's easier for people like you can picture it you, if you buy ayala you know mm-hmm. ah, okay sila yung develop ng mga building if you buy yeah, yeah. if you buy sm you know ah ito yung mga mall diba? so yeah, yeah. um that's what makes it that's what makes people Uh, I guess that's why people gravitate towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's difficult? What makes stock investing? It's good because this gives people much more access, and it makes people much more curious and interested to invest in stocks. So, um, what's yeah. makes stock investing complex is that you're basically buying into a company. You're buying ownership. Mm-hmm. So let's say, kaya this is an 80 peso share. This is uh, mm. you have uh, one share of stock for the company. Sure, this company you has 80 pesos worth of yes, the company. They have tens of thousands of mm-hmm. shares, but then you have one of those 10,000 shares. So just like any owner, you bear the risk of the company. So kung mm. maluga yung company, you're not getting any of your money back. Uh, Actually, mauuna pa yung ng utang. So when a company gets luge, first they'll pay off yung debtors, the bondholders. And then mm-hmm. kung may matera, that's when they'll pay the stockholders. So the, the risk you're taking is actually on the stability of how the company's performing. Yeah. It's like if you have a, shomai, a master shomai, kung maluge yung master shomai, you don't get any of your money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to be able to complain and say, oh, Uh, I, give me my capital back. No one's gonna do that. Yeah. So, um, pag maluge yung company kasi, they'll pay the debtors first, and then the owners have the money left over. Um, so what's also nice about the stock is, as a company becomes more valuable, your share of stock increases because more people want to invest in the company. Just because um, your typical demand and supply thing, there's just usually uh. Limited supply of stocks, um, but then the demand might continue to grow because, like, all of a sudden, if um Brian Company does well, all of a sudden more people want to invest in it. They're gonna say, "Oh, I want a piece of the pie," right? So, like, um, to use an example from the states, like Netflix, um, they used to just like deliver DVDs and everything, but then when they started becoming a streaming service. And then, as people adapted more and more into it, more people wanted to invest in it, and that kind of pushes up the price. So it it it, it changes. Well, the value increases as the company parang grows, no? Yes, because um, when someone sees that someone wants to um, just like basic um psychology, I don't know if so. If someone sees that, hey, he's buying he's buying shares for one thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I can sell mine for one thousand two hundred. 
And then lahat, uh, all of a sudden, people be like, oh, 1,200 na yung pesyo. I'll buy it for 1,200. So everyone else, ah, trust to be like, I can make more money here. This is a mm. company that's doing well. It's valuable. People want it. It's uh, it's a high stakes, uh, maybe high probably work. like a, like, uh, it's no, it's like a high stakes changi. Right, right, right. Like, you, there's, there's a bit of bargaining and everything, but then, of course, it doesn't look anything like it. But then, like, if you kind of try to drill it, drill it down to its barest and simplest form, it's not as different as you might think with stocks. Uh, and aside from the capital appreciation, you also make money off dividends. Yeah. So, usually, if there's excess income for the company, they decide to, hey, we're not really going to do anything with this money. Why don't we just give it back to the shareholders? So let's say if you have 10,000 pesos extra income for the company mm-hmm. and you have 1,000 shareholders, these 1,000 shareholders will get 1 peso each, 10 pesos each. <laughs> but Damn, basically, in, in, yeah. in the stock market, you, 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 big, you earn bigger not because of the dividend, but because of the buying Capital and selling. Yeah. Well, it's a risk-reward thing. Um, the prices in the stock market are much more volatile. Mm-hmm. Dividends are pretty uncertain. They're not mm-hmm. fixed. Um, not all companies pay them regularly. Mm-hmm. And then there's also always the chance that um, the company um, starts to perform poorly. The, or like uh, some negative news article comes out about it and comes out about it and then the stock the price starts to take a nosedive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see um stocks um hit a certain level. They said hit a high, let's say if, um in this hypothetical example, it reaches a price of fifty pesos. And then it starts to go down to forty, thirty, twenty, and it takes uh years until it goes back to fifty. So it's possible that you you were you'd be underwater for a lot of years. So that's why um, stocks are pretty much the riskiest investment uh, in terms of the uh, financial markets here. Because there's the chance that you'll be locked in. You'll be underwater for a fi- uh, certain number of years. But then, of course, um, with any risk or wide trade-off, you also have pretty very good upside. You mm-hmm. could um, double your money, triple your money. There's a lot of stories about that. So especially like um from like the coming out of the financial crisis 2008-2009 we saw a pretty solid um, rally for the local market because mm-hmm. aside from the recovery from the um aside from the market recovering our country also saw an upgrade in terms of its mm-hmm. uh we became investment grade basically because our books started to improve our economy started to uh, was growing and we looked like we had a pretty healthy economy because um, this was coming off the policies of Petiki, uh, Gloria because she mm-hmm. when she put in like the the VAT mm-hmm. it's like she's very good econ- uh, in terms of managing the economy yeah because yeah. she's an economist I think she yeah. was like a teacher she's I think she was a professor in UP if I'm not mistaken yeah, yeah so it was pretty good for our economy and because of that, we saw a pretty good stock market boom from like 2010 all the way up to like 2017. So, yeah. So with stock with stocks, it takes a lot more. Um, there's um, a lot more volatility, so it's a little bit riskier. So it might not be for everyone. So if um, this is for people with a long term investment so horizon, if you for can the stock market, 
I mean, because yeah. but like what we mentioned a while ago, like a lot of people are mentioning the stock market, you know, portfolio, yeah. diversifying, etc., etc., etc. It's usually the people that closely monitor, no? It, they spend their time really looking at it and then like yeah, trading that, and selling. Yeah, that's why people like to make jokes actually about it because a lot of people just speculate on the price. They go like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, from yesterday, like 35, from 35, like 40, siya. Um, but then um for those who do it professionally um so you see like um, particularly like so my office mates there's teams of people who really run analysis they really look at the numbers they forecast how the performance is gonna be they look at the peers they look at the environment of the business so there's a lot of research that has to there's a lot of research and mm-hmm. a lot of work that comes into it Enable to if you want to invest in stocks soundly, but of course, like if it's for fun, you just put in a little bit of money and you want to speculate. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But as long as um you don't classify that as investing, it's more like it's more like fun. It's like playing a game. It's like going mm-hmm. to a casino. But then if you want to do it like um with a serious amount of money, if you really want to just base it on um solid numbers, solid data then it's going to take a lot of work. But then also, it can be something that's very lucrative for you, for sure. Because a lot of these people who make a lot of money, it's not a chamba. They, they don't just randomly stumble upon this. They say, hey, this is a company that's going to grow as like technology mm-hmm. grows, let's say. So, like, I mean, like for example, with Tesla, like yeah, the whole yeah. thing about their electric vehicles and everything and how now everyone's trying to go away from fossil fuel and everything. So, the people who are able to invest early on so. That hey, this is like a kind of company that can uh, that can grow as we shift away from fossil fuels, mm-hmm. or like looking back, uh, you know, like with Netflix, like what we talked about Kanina, yeah. when they went to streaming from the DVDs, and then before, like in like in the eighteen hundreds, railroads with oil, and all the stuff like that. So Al, uh, I think this concludes episode two. Of our podcast. Yeah, so next yeah. week we're gonna jump from savings and we're gonna move up the evolutionary ladder and go to investments. So nice. So <laughs> it's it's how you grow your money further. <laughs> yeah. Safe. Yeah, you're taking it the next step. You take you're taking it a step forward. You're we're kind of going taking from... them to the next step. <laughs> oh yeah. Only here in the Millennial Falcon. Yeah, so we're, it, it, just think of it as you know, we're taking you from instant coffee from three and one to Starbucks. Yeah, so to Starbucks, Muna, we, we can't take you yet to Starbucks uh, is investments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're what do you call that? Grinded root coffee, not legit. So, Dude, that's ano. what they do in Starbucks. Yeah, but yeah, it's a basic bitch. <laughs> It's not those arti- artisanal shit. I'm just kidding. I oh know, yeah, yeah. eventually, eventually, yeah, yeah. 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 The, one, the um, the one with the barista like has a cool mohawk and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> we're still in the basic stuff, but a little bit more expensive. <laughs> yeah, we're just leveling up from going from uh, now that you've saved all this money. How can you invest it? How can you make it grow and work yeah. for you also? Aside from just you know having money kept away. So yeah, follow us next week here. 
So thanks for joining us aboard the Millennial Falcon. Peace. Okay. Ah!